So I would like to talk about living ageless and repentance. I spoke about this once before because I was confused about the process as well. It's not walking around with a coconut on your head. It's not going to a confessional booth. It's not going to a mourner's bench and confessing your sins openly to the whole congregation. It's just taking another path. Simple. It's not that hard. You just take another path. If you're going left, just take that hard pivot and make that right. It's really not about reinventing the wheel. It's just taking another path. That's the repentance, the action. And so I think about it. You know, a lot of times we go in situations and we we have to forgive people, right? Because we need to move on. But the other side of the coin, when you forgive people and because you're at peace, you don't have to try to rebuild that situation. Sometimes we try to rebuild things because we're at peace. Oh, I'm going to show I'm the bigger person. I'm the biggest person of this. But they're still probably very toxic. So why bring that back into your life? Now you have to go through the whole forgiveness because if you feel like you're in this impaired state where you're emotionally drowning in your own emotions and you're being a rescue ranger and you're doing all this stuff and like some guys would say, I don't want to be a captain, saver, H.O., whatever. But sometimes people fall into that because they think it's the right thing to do. But toxicity is toxicity. I don't care how many times you go back to that well, it's still a toxic well. So I just wanted to share that because a friend of mine, we were talking about um, different things today, and that was kind of a topic that we discussed about, you know, repentance and moving forward and all that. And it's really, the whole process is, it's it sounds good just talking about it, but be about it. You have to actually do it. Um, and every situation is isolated. Every situation is isolated. You have to go through that process differently with different situations and treat each of them as they're isolated. You can't, like, keep replaying. I remember... We, I had some family members, they would always want to have a party. Well, we're going to have a party this Saturday, and we'll have a party tomorrow, and we just keep having But you can't recapture what happened yesterday. Because you had that great party yesterday, if you strike up the band again today, it does not mean that it's going to be a good party or even a good day. So sometimes when we, you know, get those cross lines, we continue thinking we can do things the exact same way, but what we're doing is just we continue creating the same chaos. Uh, Like my friends say, licking honey from a thorny rose bush. And that can't be fun. I mean, the thought of of it, it, it makes my mouth hurt. You know, it's like chewing glass. It all makes it. I remember 
when I used to work, when, when people used to be angry in the morning, we used to always say, okay, they had razor blades for breakfast. I mean, it's, you know, we can laugh about it, but, and then we, again, on the other side of the coin, we don't really know what people are going through. And so sometimes we have to be cognizant and feel like, okay, maybe that person is going through something. But if you see that same behavior over and over, that's an old pattern, behavior or habit that's just probably learned. Because I'm feeling like as time goes on, a lot of the situations we see about mental illness, sometimes it's just, again, learned behaviors. Learn behaviors. You just it's almost like the Pavlov dog. When you know they ring the bell, he would salivate because he knew it was time to eat. And it, that process, that whole process, when you see how one thing can make another thing happen, it's like the if and then hypothesis. If if I ring this bell, this dog is gonna start salivating. Then this dog will salivate because he knows it's time to eat. And I don't want to uh, make anybody feel any way um, comparing it to a dog. But it, it really is a good reference point if you want to overstand or understand um, habits of, of conditioning and those type things. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of... Um, things that steps that we have to go through but it's again a very lonely road if you feel like you can keep piling people on the train to go with wherever you're going because we don't know what everybody's journeys are i mean you know toxic people sometimes come in our life and you could either be the lesson or learn the lesson but you can also get get conditioned to toxicity you can get conditioned to stress. Some people come in our life just to bring stress and make everybody around them be stressed. So the simplest thing is to just remove the stress and everybody can go on and be happy. So I remember that from a particular um, meeting that I was in and we were told to take a sheet of paper and fold it just fold it as many times as we can, from top to bottom, right to left, whatever we felt comfortable doing, but just to get it enough to be a very small square. And in that square, we were, we were given the instructions to write what in our life is bothering us. And so some people would say, insomnia let's hypothetically insomnia so they would tell us to go to that centerpiece and write insomnia and then you look at the paper and then they tell you now look at all those squares where the full marks are and that is you that whole page and only one thing is bothering you is insomnia but look at all the other parts that you're ignoring because all you're doing is focusing on insomnia. So that that would that got my mind right. I was like, yeah, that's true. Because I could think of at that time maybe one thing that was really irritating me. But once you 
go through that process of forgiveness, you will become stronger in your balance. And as you become strong in being balanced, well, quite naturally, you'll have stability. And then you'll find that peace in there. And then definitely the happiness is right there. It's all conscious choices. Stop the blaming other people. They didn't do anything you did not allow. You allowed it. You welcomed it. And when you do, you don't want to deal with the muck and mire that's left around it. A lot of times you knew, like how Oprah say, like in the first 15 minutes, a situation was not good. You know, I, I don't live with regrets. Um, and, and as I look in my life, the big the regret I have, let's just say this, the regret I have, I wanted to leave the stage in high school after graduation, get in a vehicle, ride to another town, and be a stripper for a night just because I could do it. Had the small body, had the look, and that would have probably been my level of being a wild child. If that's what it took to get it out of my system, well, you know what? I guess maybe it is a regret. But in actuality, I stepped into my own power and truth, and I learned to discipline my own self. I learned to have self-control. I learned to do all that. I didn't have to go through decades of indulging. But in my mind, if I would have had that one night, that was that would have been a combination of all my indulgences. But instead, I didn't get that one night, but I did walk into those places where I became my authentic self, and that's what it, the journey was always about. Becoming your authentic self. And if you have confidence, beauty will precede you. People will see that beauty in you because it's a confident person. Insecurities, they just get projected onto other people and, you know, and stuff like that. You know, but as I move into my positions, um, as I reposition myself through repentance, because that's what repentance is, repositioning yourself. Planet Earth is my play yard. That's where my energy is. I don't allow my energy and stuff to go into things that is not a good investment. Because if you're standing there waiting for a return, really? You make, sometimes we just make wrong investments. It's because we don't know. But when you know better, you do better. I'm still working on myself and closing out things in my life, and it's okay. But I am self-assured enough to know that it's all in process. And just being in denial, I had a family member in town yesterday, and I had to tell him about being in denial about a lot of things. It's not okay. It's starting to make his health a little strange. So know when 
to get off of that. So if you have time, go on over to my fabulous biscuits and spill tea.com and maybe you'll find a blog or something in there that you do like. Um, hopefully, I appreciate it. And I do have some questions. If you go to the community board, you can answer. I have some type question for me. I'm I'm fine with that as well. Um, but in closing, I would like to say my divine salutes your divine. Namaste.